Hello, everybody. Welcome to Arsenal X, Boss Rush's Xbox podcast. I am your host, Jesse Douglas, and I am here once again with Eddie V. How's it going? I'm so happy to be back in the building, everybody. Yes, (laughs) I'm so glad to be throwing up the X. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's been so long that I have been gone, but I'm thrilled to be here. Um, just happy to have this opportunity to talk all things Xbox. Uh, but I've been good, Jesse. Yeah, you've you've kind of yeah, I I'm sure you're uh you're feeling pretty bummed a lot of the times that you can't be on some of the shows. So like I I completely get it. Yeah, like and I know, like, you know, obviously, if you listened last week, Corey, Corey popped in and joined me. And, uh, you know, like, from time to time, it, it might be me and him. Or hopefully we can have a time where maybe it's even all three of us. Um, still kind of trying to figure, figure things out. You know, I mean, I kind of got a good feel for how the show, you know, like, I want to do the show. Mm-hmm. But, you know, still trying to kind of figure things out a little bit. But um, I do kind of wish that that we could have a uh, you know three, uh, three people at least on the show at all times. But you know, like who knows? Maybe maybe here in the future we can uh, we'll uh, find find someone else that I can have come and join on. I know, like I know my friend Pat is you know like he just he just needs the equipment to do it, mm-hmm. and you know, and I and I've told them you know don't don't make it a priority or whatever to rush and or spend money when you don't, you know, don't need to be yet. But, um, I know eventually he might come on and stuff with us as well because, and he would be perfect for, for the show too, because like, like, uh, he's good, you know, like he, like me, you know, pays a lot of attention to, you know, what's going on in the world of Xbox uh, a lot of the times. So, so yeah, he would be he would be good for you. He's got he's got a PS5 and an and a Series X. He's one of those lucky ones that yeah that has both and uh you know and is, he's got a computer and stuff too that he uses and a Switch. So he's he's all he's all next gen or or last gen or whatever. He's got uh, he's, he's got it all. He's, so he's current gen prepared. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Exactly. So. So yeah, um, uh, before we before we uh, get into what we've been playing, I just wanted to touch on something. Uh, so Ed, you, you I believe you watched the um, the Love, Death, and Robots on Netflix, right? Not the new season. Uh, oh, not the new season, but you did watch the first one. I watched the first okay. one. Yes, I didn't. I didn't know. I know the. I was waiting for the new season to. I think it dropped last week. Yep. Yeah, I think. And I, yeah. And I think what happened is I missed it because of Castlevania. Oh, okay. Um, I, yeah. And I, I think those both came out. Yeah, that same. Yeah, week. and I know, and I knew that uh, a season two was coming because they tweeted about it, and mm-hmm. I didn't know it was going to be that quick. Yeah. Uh, well, I think the reason it was that quick is because um, they didn't have as many episodes. I don't think this this time around as last time. Yes. Um, and and some of them are are pretty short. I think. I think some of some one of the episodes I think is only like like fifteen minutes or something or 
or maybe even shorter than that. But yeah, because I I watched them all in like one one sitting because they're they're all pretty short. Which I mean, it's fine. Um, you know, over overall though, I I like the episode the episodes that we got in the season, and I won't like spoil anything or any of that, but. But um, just kind of like in general, like I I liked I liked the episodes. Like, don't get me wrong, but there there's there's something missing that I feel like that first season like really really did a good job of like like the humor and the well I mean there there was some humor in in uh, some of the episodes in this season, but. But like overall, like I, it was a pretty decent. It's, it's some pretty decent episodes, uh, little clip things. But I still feel like there, like those that the, a lot of those that were in that first season were just so good, like just really really good, uh, little little clips. But yeah, there, <laughs> the first episode is is pretty is pretty good and interesting. <laughs> It's that that one's I I would have to say it's probably got the most humor in it, um. But um, is the is the whole season out? Well, see, that's the thing. I don't know. I don't know if like if maybe that's why there's not as many episodes. Is like yeah, were they maybe putting half of the season out and then put the next half out later? I don't I don't really know. Like, cause I want to say there was only like six episodes or something i'm gonna just look really quick here but i i want to say there was there was only a couple only a couple of uh of episodes there wasn't a whole lot and and i and again i don't like you know i don't know if it's because they uh they're released half and then they're gonna release another half or what um here i'm just kind of looking it up but what um, while I'm looking it up, uh, is there anything uh, that that you want to talk about that's been going on this week or anything? Any? I know it's been a lot, a lot of just working. Um. So, uh, I do have kind of a thing to talk about a little bit okay. before we go forth. Um. So everybody know that. Starfield, Bethesda's new IP is only going to be, uh, I think it's rumored to only be Microsoft exclusive. Um, yeah. But it's not really, um, it's not really exclusive exclusive. Uh, it's pretty much because it doesn't make sense that it's coming to Steam. Anything I feel like that goes to Steam is not exclusive. Um, time exclusive, I can understand. But like exclusive for a platform with Microsoft, it should only be on Windows 10 or Xbox um, brand if they were only going to do it exclusive. But anywho, so Star Starfield is not coming to PlayStation, you know, and people are discussing about uh, will there be more titles like that and how would that look? And I kind of feel, I kind of feel, I kind of feel. I don't feel bad for Sony in a sense because Sony is kind of on top and they have a better, they have better IPs and developers 
um, that could bring first party content to their platform. So they were where they don't have to worry about Bethesda. You know, I and I'm not trying to not say this is a bad thing or anything, but I'm just like the Last of Us Part Two has won many awards last year. Um, Naughty Dog has been killing. I have a boss wish Benser on oh which is the best studio doing it right making games right now and i have to give it to naughty dog because of all the awards that they won you know the last of us the last of us won awards the last of us part two won awards um outside of naughty dog goes to shishima uh you know um even days gone now has just been doing doing a lot on pc surprisingly i just found out found out about that so i feel like sony is already good with first party and other third party content coming in they're not missing anything from bethesda in my opinion i think after Deathloop, if they don't get another game besides probably the uh indiana jones game um if if we'll see what that happens happens with that I don't think that Sony is going to miss out, and I don't think gamers are going to miss out. If you got a PC, you can play that game. If you got an Xbox, you can play that game. We don't even know what Starfield is at this time, and I hopefully mm-hmm. I'm saying the game right. Um, mm-hmm. We don't even know what that game is about. And so even if once we find out what it is about, we'll probably say, okay, you know, yeah, Sony really is going to miss out on something. But I'm like, Sony has another a lot of IPs that they could bring in. Like, they got the Warhawk franchise. If they want to re, uh, if they want to uh, reimagine Warhawk to be their version of Starfield, they can if they want to. Um, I don't think it's just a big loss for Sony or anything. But Bethesda, though, on the other hand, they got to prove that this is going to be worth it. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I'm sorry, Microsoft, and I'm sorry, Bethesda, but you guys haven't had a lot of hit games that are, that have been award winning, that have been, um, that that have been like on top tier levels of where Sony and you know some Nintendo stuff, but mostly some of the Sony stuff, and so. They are in the process of knocking stuff out. But there's a, a lot of the games that came out has been kind of wonky, haven't really been, but it got dominated by Animal Crossing. And so Bethesda got a lot that they need to do. Most, pe- most people got hyped that Microsoft bought Bethesda, then they have talked about Bethesda's games itself. Fallout 76 hurt Bethesda badly. And there's still trying to recover from that so i I, at this point in time i think bethesda i think sony fans are like in in a sense they're kind of in a better position than bethesda microsoft is at this time yes i am speaking on our xbox podcast but it's just crossed my mind that sony is not missing out you know bethesda and microsoft gotta work hard to get to where sony is at when it comes to games and developers and stuff yes you got a big developer but their games have not been hidden compared to other developers so so starfield really has to knock it out the park i'm not saying that it has to be uh 8.5 or anything but it needs to be in the nines it needs to really help microsoft get that game of the year it really it doesn't need to show off what the power of series s can do because there's going to be a ton of games that could do that 
And that doesn't mean nothing when every when there's a lot of companies who could do the same thing and make a game look good. But even if you make your game look good, it could become forgettable in the in the future. You got to make something that really resonates. And Starfield has to do it. But because we don't know nothing about it, I don't think that Sony is going to be missing out on anything. Now, if Starfield was coming to Nintendo and Nintendo or was planning to come to Nintendo and Nintendo's not getting it, then yeah, we could have, we could, we literally could have that discussion because we'd be like, man, Starfield and Starfox could have had a crossover and we could have had a big discussion, but we can't have that because it's never, it wasn't planned for Nintendo. So there, there's, there's plenty, there's plenty of, uh, Plenty of time yet Ed, to uh, start making <laughs> those assumptions that that uh, them that Bethesda being with Microsoft that Sony's not gonna be missing out. Uh, the the thing is, like we haven't even got like you said we haven't even gotten to see anything yet. So like it's I think it's a little too early <laughs> to start assuming. Assuming that 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 game isn't gonna gonna be something that people are gonna want, uh, but I mean we'll we'll find out soon here, uh, because you know like the thing is is like yeah I I mean maybe Sony isn't missing out, but at the same time I see an awful lot of people who who were getting all upset that 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 uh, Starfield wasn't wasn't going to be coming to ps4 so you know like i uh, do you i i'm hearing feedback of myself oh the year you're, oh yeah yeah because i i think your mic did you adjust something on your microphone oh no i didn't no oh, okay okay yeah but um yeah the thing the thing is is like we haven't really seen much of anything yet and i and I do, you know, like the whole thing is like with all this, you know, people getting upset, uh, you know, about the Elder Scrolls games and stuff, you know, are, are most likely not going to be coming to PlayStation and all that. And people getting getting all upset about this kind of stuff. But the thing is, is like, you know, like you can't you can't be saying in one breath that. Oh, you know, making fun of Microsoft because they don't have any games, and then in the next breath complaining that that they're getting something exclusive, right? Or that that you're not getting it on PS4 or PS5 or whatever, and you know, like which is which is what we've we've seen a lot of. We've seen a lot, you know, like, and it's like, oh my God, like you're just like those kind of people just kind of have to ignore i feel like because because they don't they don't represent the entire community of of video games and stuff and they're they're usually just the more in the more toxic areas you know of the of the community (laughs) in my opinion because all they're trying to do they're just esters is all they are they're just trying to stir the shit and trying to get you know uh trying to troll people and stuff like that and yeah like it's it's just gotten to the point of where i just basically i focus on what's going on on xbox 
and just the the whole like negativity stuff that's out there you just gotta kind of ignore it because um well, I, I, I mean there is you know there is there is like you know before we started the show here like i was saying there is a lot of of um criticism that microsoft has been given that i do feel like it was justified but it's the problem is is a lot of times the voices that are vocalizing it are are uh aren't always the greatest uh things to be listening to in the past or you know like you got to look at things as well like from you know like well okay well what else are they saying you know and does it coincide or is it just them trying to throw their hat in the in the uh in the ring to uh to start jumping on something and and get a you know criticize things but because i completely agree that that you know there there is a lot of criticism that microsoft had been given uh in the past that was you know rightfully deserved but they've you know they've been doing plenty of things now and a lot of stuff to try to you know to to prove that that they're trying to focus on doing what you know what's best for their consumers and stuff like that and you know and 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 time will come here where we'll get to see what you know like what kind of games we're going to be getting and we will have a lot of exclusives moving forward it's just it's just a matter of of you know getting to that point they've been working on getting their portfolio i would give them that but buying studios and you know giving other studios that they acquire uh or they started up you know games and everything and certain Mm -hmm. titles um it's just that i think with i just think that with bethesda themselves not saying that they are a a bad company or anything but just a lot of their present their current stuff hasn't been hitting or in, in anything and i'm and i believe that with starfield sorry ooh, sorry about that um i really hope that starfield really showcased that this is why we purchased uh why we were purchased by microsoft this is why with the money that they gave us we were able to create this world you know mm-hmm. you know it it could be industry or genre change it could be all of this stuff um but I hope that if they make the hopefully if they have ambitions to for this game to be a big bestseller because it's a Bethesda game, you might have another thing coming. Um, what's going to happen is is that it's going to be a best playing game on Game Pass, but it won't be the best selling game for Xbox. And I understand how Microsoft is kind of going in that direction and everything, but I'm like you you need to put it out there where this game is really worth the purchase um or or even really worth the subscription along if you're not an xbox game pass member you know if 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 microsoft decided to be like we're not putting this out on physical or digital you only could play it as game pass you might get new subscribers to come to that uh to that service but that game has to really deliver you know if if you're not going to deliver sony don't want to say the sony fanboys but people some people in a sony community are going to say 
I'm glad this game didn't come to my system because it's not what we expected to be on there. It doesn't have that quality that we expect from Bethesda. You know, they'll probably yeah, be like, I mean, that, that quality is for Microsoft and they'll say whatever after that. Yeah, but that's kind of a negative thought to be like, oh, I'm, yeah. glad, this, I'm glad this didn't come here. I mean, that... That, I don't know. In my opinion, that that's kind of a shitty way to think of it. But you know, like I, the thing is, like, you know, like we know we know that like the the games that Bethesda makes are very very popular, whether you like them or not. Like they're are they're very very popular games. Like I, I. I still, in my opinion, I prefer the earl the earlier, the older, like um, Wolfenstein games. Mm-hmm. I like, I like, I like what they've done with Wolfenstein. Like, I do think that it's much better, like story wise, yeah. now than it Wolf- ever was. Dude, Wolfenstein but... Two is good. Like, yeah. if you if you really just take the time to focus to stay playing that game, it's really good. And that's yeah. the thing, that's the stuff that I feel like Bethesda needs. And that's the kind of narrative and driven story-driven game that Microsoft needs. Like, this is what they they should be working towards to. And I hope that if Starfield is going in this minute, but it's probably won't because they'll probably have all like uh, uh, properties to it. This is what Microsoft and Bethesda needs. I, I I I mean like and we'll get into this cuz um yes uh well yeah we'll get we'll get into this a little bit here uh with our with kind of what, what we have our show focused around today but I do I do think that that part of um part of my thought with with Starfield is that it's going to be like a like a little bit more like almost like their their take on on like a on like a mass effect type kind of game where it's going to be a very story driven game that's kind of like you know just like like their games they're more story driven games but it will just be more of that sci-fi setting versus you know, cause they, cause like they've got, you know, they've got the whole like old school, like, you know, killing, killing, uh, you know, Nazis kind of thing going on <laughs> yeah. and, and Wolfenstein. And then, you know, with then with, uh, fallout, they've kind of got the whole like, uh, post-apocalyptic kind of thing going on. And then like, I could, I could definitely see them doing like some, you know, something, similar to that but it's more of like their version of like a um a sci-fi like you know like mass effect or like a even you know like you know uh oh god what is it called now the 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 game that the the people who who made uh, i don't know but yeah the just like a more sci-fi version almost of of like a a mix between the the two of like Wolfenstein and and Fallout where it's like very story driven uh, but it's but it's also like a exploration about No Man's Sky No I'm I'm thinking of uh of um 
what's the the one that that was like the the, the other obsidian the, the one that obsidian made you know essentially which oh, the is outer yeah outer worlds like the, like essentially they you know like something but i i don't think it would be like that i think it would be more along the lines of like doing a doing something like a, a mass effect that's got a little that's a little bit more on the wolfenstein side where it's much more story driven versus uh versus the exploration type stuff you know like because because i'll be honest you know with with fallout like fallout does does something that you know that a lot a lot of people like i mean i i like I like a lot of what Fallout does, but my mm-hmm. my only setbacks with Fallout is always just been the um like that there's just too much fat in it, and you know some of that stuff just doesn't need to be there. In my opinion, it's just like busy, like like busy work, I guess, or like you know, like a lot of it's not really grinding, but it's it's just like like I don't do we really need to be able to pick up every little single thing that that you can you know find in a map mm-hmm. like I mean I I I guess that there's probably are people who love that they can just pick up anything and everything that that's laying around but like I I do think Outer Worlds like did a much better job of that of still giving you that option but Mm -hmm. it's but it's not like you're filling your inventory with just tons of useless crap that that isn't even worth anything but but yeah i i I, and i think that them being with microsoft i do think that there will you know especially with them you know having to really try to prove themselves i mean you know like just the fact that they still like you know it all we always come back to this but the fact that they they you know didn't have any games coming out and they they you know they delayed uh halo for a whole nother year like i mean in my opinion that's that's a move that say that says that we are really trying to make sure that when we release these big you know name things or these Mm. you know these games that that we feel like most people will be interested in that we really need to make sure that it's a good product before it comes out and i honestly think that that's why we haven't gotten a lot of games as they they they've kind of been hesitant to just release something just for the sake of releasing it they have followed the Nintendo rule. I, I and I'm I try not to bring Nintendo up as much as I can, but you know Nintendo would not say nothing about a game. They're not gonna show anything, or they're not gonna talk about anything until they feel like that is ready. Until they feel like it's polished enough that they could give some information and be ready to put it out because they know that. CGI trailers do not do a game justice. We want to show you what you actually going to get it. And Microsoft has done a fantastic job showing. Yeah, they still do some CG trailers, but those CG trailers have been like 
this is just an announcement saying that we're working on it. When they do show some good gameplay and stuff, that mm-hmm. makes me excited because Microsoft has noticed that, yes, we are working on this and we want to make sure that we get it right. So when it comes out, that is going to be an enjoyable and mesmerizing experience. Trust yeah. me, seeing Quantum Break on how that came out and finding and finding things about there, seeing Ori, seeing Forza Motorsport 4, seeing all of the stuff for Xbox One, when they really show some good stuff, like actual gameplay stuff, you, you would not believe the way that it actually turned out when it got in your hand. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, I think... Yeah, and, Ori. Like, right. Ori in particular, like, that was, like, one of those games that I... I honestly... Like, maybe it was just coincidence, but I feel like around the time that, the, that Ori 2 came out, like, that's when you've seen this kind of shift of, like, more people talking about Xbox... And, and like, so, like, I, I honestly wonder if that, you know, like if Ori didn't literally like sell consoles, like, because I, I feel like when Ori 2 came out, when Ori, the Will of the Wisps or whatever came out that, that there was like a, you know, like a, just a positive moment where, where there seemed to be more people talking about Xbox and then it's like kind of slowly continued you know like of people just you know kind of kind of paying more attention i guess is 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 the best way to put it but i it would i'd be curious to see like uh, like when ori came out like if there was any jumps in and uh console sales during that time yes so those this that's just my thought about it um yeah and i'll leave it there <laughs> i guess yeah i mean hey, hey that was you know it's a good conversation but um so yeah so but we'll jump we'll jump into what's in our arsenal or what 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 we've been playing is there anything in particular Ed, you want to talk about that you've been playing yes i have so i have picked up the mass effect legendary edition oh nice xbox one and i ain't playing mass effect one so, and uh, shout out to Leron from Crossroads host. Uh, you know, you guys support him uh, and, and the, uh, the uh, PlayStation team. I finally did a mission with the Mako. You know, that was my really big concern in this game. Yeah. And it controls worse than the original game. Hmm. So it's not floaty. It it controls like the cars in Grand Theft Auto 4. And I was just like, no. <laughs> I mean, they're not bad, bad, but dude, I was just only trying to drive. I hit the directional pad straight up and it, the the Mako started singing how dry I am, how drunk it was by going left and right. And I'm like, what are you doing? I'm just pressing up and it's going left and right. Like, it it was te- it's terrible, and I'm like I gotta deal with this, and so I still got a mission to do. Um, well, luckily you can you can switch it back to classic controls. I don't want to switch it back to classic controls because it's garbage there too. Like, but I don't... you said it's worse, so why don't you change it back to? No, I mean I could tolerate this one, but I can't go back to it. I just thought that they were improved the car mechanics. I'm like. 
you guys made Need for Speed. You you guys have car mechanics in other games that you have got to write. Why is this terrible still? Why does this still play this way? You guys, and by I'm speaking more to Bioware, I should say. So let, let me apologize for that because I'm thinking of EA. Mm-hmm. Bioware should have been playing other games to find out which control mechanic would like would feel good to lock down for the Mako and adjusted their stuff to there. There's no reason that the that you got flying right in Anthem, and you and a remaster they couldn't get it right. They got the they got the driving right in uh, Andromeda, but they couldn't incorporate that into Mass Effect 1. So it's just like, I don't know. They should have spent time rectifying this problem. I feel like they just didn't do it. But other than that, the game looks good. Um, It still looks like a 360 game at times. Um, I love the fact that it does run uh, just the frame rate and it's a little bit faster, a little bit cleaner. It does look good that way. Um, And I'm playing it in, on, in uh, HDR. I am playing it on my uh, 56-inch or 60-inch, uh, sorry, um, Samsung TV. Like, I'm playing it in 4K, and it looks good. I really want to see how it looks on Series X and stuff. Um, but I was just shocked on how bad the uh, Mako controls are. Just like, I thought they fixed it, and they didn't. But I'm still going to play it. Um I'm going as a renegade. I'm kind of like being evil for this one. Uh, so uh, I, I'll say some nice things to my to my uh, companions, but I'm going to be evil uh, for to everybody else. I may not. I may may not do side missions. Um, I I gotta see how I want to play that out because I think what I want to do is like go to the main campaign, get my characters up to a level. Um, I didn't do that. I will say thank you for the sniper rifle being being <laughs> being changed because it, it doesn't sway. You you don't get seasick. It feels good. It's an actual yeah. sniper <laughs> sniper rifle. It feels good in this game. Yeah. I, I, I really can't wait to get to two and three. Um but uh from what I played, I, I if I had to give this in story, I'm going to the Yoshi coin ranking. If I had to give this game any Yoshi coins, I would give this like a four Yoshi coins, four out of five Yoshi coins. Um, so I mean, it's, it's not a perfect five one up, but I'm like, from 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 what I play, from what I've seen, because I haven't played two and three, it does look, it looks good. The the improvements really showcase that they did a great job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, from what I understand, most people's favorite in general is the second one. But yeah, I yeah, I I I've kind of been hearing you know a lot of podcasts and stuff have been talking about about it and stuff. I've I've never really played uh, like fully any of the Mass Effect games. Um, I just it, it just it's. I've been interested. I have, I've, you know, I, I have all the Mass Effect games like right there at my disposal through uh, EA Play or whatever, or well, through Game Pass now, mm. or whatever. Is it, is it part of EA Play? Yeah. 
yeah but. like yeah all of them have been in there for a while now uh including andromeda um but i've just i don't know i i just never really went to it i i think i think i'm i'm not like i've said before to you i'm not like super like always caring about story stuff as much as more i'm more focused on like the actual gameplay itself mm-hmm. like if it's you know like whether it's fun or whatever and like a lot of the like i feel like you know a lot of that games are narrative driven and like about reading through a whole bunch of text to you know to see what you want to you know want to choose to say and things like that like i don't mind i don't mind that stuff i'm not saying that that's that that's why i'm not playing it i think it's just overall that that game like from what i've heard is those games are can be pretty long and uh and you know me i <laughs> i like i like games that i can just kind of sit down and have like little small you know play sessions of and not really have to worry about trying to remember what I did last time that I was in a game. So yeah. it's, you know, like that, that kind of stuff. That's why when I, when I do sit down and try to play, play through a game, like when I'm, when I have can, you know, convinced myself or got myself, you know, in the mindset that I want to finish this game. A lot of the times, like I won't play it unless I know that I've got at least like four or five hours that I could just sit and and just pump, you know, a bunch of hours into it. And, you know, but also a lot of times those games are only like maybe like 15 hour games or something like that. So I don't know. My, my sweet spot is like 15 hours, like 12, 15 hours. Like if a game is 12, 15 hours, I, I don't know what it is. I just I'm just more confident that I can just sit and I can finish it, you know, in a in a week or whatever. Yeah. But I don't know. Once it starts getting over 15 hours or well, not 15, like once it starts getting over like 20 hours, then I usually I'm like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> but is is there anything else though that um Played a little bit of Final Fantasy XII on okay. Xbox. Uh, like, I already beat it <laughs> so many times, but for Xbox, I was just trying to beat it. Uh, just having some fun. Uh, it was a nice pop-in and play uh, right there. Um, other than that, I'm just waiting for Biomutants to come. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think they are doing physical. <laughs> yeah, I think they are doing physical. Uh, yeah. But I'm, I'm thinking, hmm. I, I'm I'm playing it by ear because if I don't get it on Tuesday, I'll probably get it Thursday, physically. Um, because mm-hmm. uh, I know you already. Pre- I think you pre-ordered it already. Uh, no. Are you getting it digitally? Yeah, I'm gonna get it digitally. I I haven't pre-ordered it. I don't really pre-order games. Mm-hmm. Um, unless <laughs> there's a benefit to it, like me pre-ordering it, like on are- Xbox. Are you buying on it on X- the day? Are you buying it on the day it comes out, or are you gonna wait yeah. a little bit later? Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, I might. I, well, I might even. I might pre-order it. I might buy it the day before um, and see if it will let me pre-install it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like that's the thing is, if if a game will let me pre-install it, 
and then it will just be ready to play on release day, then I I will um I I will pre-order games like that. Like honestly, they need to really just like start trying to do that more often. Is is have have the game ready a couple of days early to where it can be you know pre-installed and then literally then on release day all it's got to do is download the the that last bit of information to unlock you know and allow the game to be able to be played yeah. um i don't know i'm i i might have to look into that and see if that if that's an option cuz if i can pre-install it like i definitely would get it would pre-order it because um yeah i don't want to have to worry about downloading it and all that stuff but yeah i usually just will buy the game though the that that especially with the way i you know with how i work later and stuff a lot of times then i can get up early in the morning or when i get home it's early enough in the morning that i can get it all all ready and and be able to play it but yeah yeah i'm i'm excited i've been i I've been kind of just looking at reviews and stuff like that of people who have got played like early or got early copies or people who've uh, who got a chance to play the like uh, close to fi- final build of the game and do a review and stuff, do reviews. And uh, for the most part, there's only one review that I've seen that was like, but like, dude, this guy was the most annoying personality I've I've seen. I think on on YouTube, and and it was just it was just, like I could not take him seriously whatsoever. Um, and so I kind of just ignored it. But um, cause he, what what did he what did he claim that it was, like that it was a mix of like two games that were just didn't make any sense whatsoever i i don't know whatever i don't want to even give him <laughs> any <laughs> any attention but but yeah so i i mean most of the the stuff that i've seen the reviews and things of you know at least gameplay and stuff which in my opinion is very important yes um because again like i you know like I kind of understand what the narrative of that game is going to be already, but like for me, you know, it's all about the combat and how, you know, how fun and how good it feels to do those things that you do in that game, because it's a very important part of it. So, and, um, you know, from what I've, what I've seen so far, the, the, the outlook has been pretty positive on, on how things feel. Um, a lot of people are are comparing it to like a mix between, um, uh, like the the um, Devil May Cry kind of games, mm-hmm. like you know, like where it just feels really good to be, you know, kind of comboing and using different things while you're, you know, like attacking and and stuff like that. It's yeah, that's like what they're... I can. That's what I can't wait for. Yeah, it's fighting. Yeah. So they're they're like they're using, they're saying that it's almost a mix between that and Breath of the Wild, where um there is a lot of exploration and stuff in it. So, so yeah, I I'm putting those two games together like that's I mean, hell yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm in. 
I think ever since me and you saw Biomutants, we were like on board for it. We're just oh, like, yeah. yeah, we need this. Like, I, I, yeah, we both were on board for this game. And I think we all just been like waiting patient just to be like, we just, we'll take any info. Just, just give us, just serve us. <laughs> well, this, well, this is, this is my, this is my thing is like, you know, obviously we do need, you know, games like Horizon Zero Dawn and, you know, and like Halo and, you know, all these games that are that are supposed to be a little bit more serious. But like, I think what really interested me about this game is it just seems like a fun, like a fun game. Like it, like some of the people also said that it's like, or I think it was, yeah, one of the reviews that I that I watch actually said they didn't put Breath of the Wild as a, they put. They said that it's more like a a mix of like Devil May Cry and Ratchet and Clank. Like it's it's got that feel of you know like Ratchet and Clank where it's just very fluid and you know and you just kind of can go around and do you know do all kinds of you know searching around the these uh, these areas and stuff like that. Which you know, Ratchet and Clank games are are great too. So like, if you're comparing it to something like that, I mean, that's still a hell yeah for me. You know, like I, I, I just like that it doesn't seem like it's taking itself too seriously. It's not a serious like third person you know shooter game. It's just it's just gonna looks like a fun time but it still has that polish and stuff there that, you know, as far as visually that it just looks like a really, really, you know, high budget game, even though I don't even know how high of a budget it was, because honestly, I feel like that's a smaller team. So, but, but they've been putting a lot of work into it. So yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for that. So yeah, three days. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, well, when you hear this, it will be out. So yes, <laughs> it'll be coming out that day. So on uh, Tuesday. So all right, yeah. Is there any anything else then, or nope, is that that's... that pretty much okay? The rest so, of me. So for for me in my arsenal, I've uh, per your um, praises, I downloaded knockout city and gave that a try because it's on game pass uh-huh. um so yeah it's if you have if you have game pass uh go and check that out so um i definitely like it more than i thought i was going to for sure like it it is an it is an actual you know fun just kind of very basic but but fun uh game you know overall like i i do like you know they've got all the different kinds of uh dodgeball things that you can pick up and they've got you know each one has like a certain ability or whatever and like you know to get a good uh get a good shot on someone you got to charge it up but sometimes you don't want to charge it up because if they're really close to you and they're also holding a ball it's like well who's who's gonna release the ball first you know kind of thing um which there's only one thing that i i 
didn't notice happening in in the actual matches that you could do in your the beginning part where you um where you do your practicing and stuff you kind of got like your hub world yes um there's been times where i threw my ball at the same time as someone else did and they didn't hit each other and cancel out um so i don't i don't know if if it's just it depends on how much more power someone's using when they throw it or or what i was kind of i was kind of uh a little disappointed that that didn't work as well like where you couldn't throw a ball at their ball to to cancel it out it didn't seem like it was doing it anyways but i don't know if a lot of times those balls are moving so fast that i it, it could have been that i did cancel one out and i got hit by someone else's i don't know but yeah that that game is pretty fun it's it's uh yeah it's definitely something so, uh, way better than than I was expecting it to be. So, and I, uh, sorry, I was uh, pretty uh, <clears throat> vocally uh, not <laughs> not interested in this game when when it was announced. But but I I do have to say that it, that I I was definitely wrong. That it it does seem like a a decent a decent enough game in the you know in in that kind of setting of you know where you've got like uh the the games that like uh what's what's it called splatoon and stuff like yeah is that I, I was a little like at first when I, when they showed it, i was like okay do we really do we really need something you know as more of these kind of games you know, because like Bleeding Edge, like in my opinion, it's kind of, it was kind of like, I just thought it was like, a, you know, like almost like a Bleeding Edge type of deal where it was going to just be, it's going to come out and it just not, you know, not a, not enough people really caring about those kind of games and it wasn't going to do well. But I think, I think mixed with the, the openness for, you know, kind of more, more, kid-friendly kind of game and you know having your the options of being able to eventually probably get more more things to really uh change your characters and personalize your characters i could definitely see it seeing get it uh, getting some attention but yeah so i i i enjoyed it um probably go back to it again it might be one of those games that i just occasionally play will hop into and and play for a little bit uh when i have you know have just a little bit of time so yeah i definitely if you have game pass go check it out you know maybe it will be for you so um and then the other game i did hop back into uh the fallen uh jedi fallen order and uh i i am definitely liking it more now that i got past where i was kind of uh when i kind of dropped i dropped off because the the level that i was in i just mm-hmm. wasn't really caring for um i'll be honest i kind of wish that they didn't do the whole metroid vania kind of inspiration to this game 
because I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of over games where you have to go back to somewhere just to get something, you know, like later after you've gotten an ability. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I just kind of wish that this was a little bit more linear and, uh, like just more, more focused on the story versus the getting powers and having to go back and uh, get things later. But I, I'm definitely, I'm definitely really enjoying this game way, way more than I was in the beginning. Um, like I, I like, I like the, you know, as you're on, it, you know what? Honestly, it's, it's a lot like control for me. As you, because as you unlock your abilities, um, I feel like it's getting more and more fun to play, and like, you know, and like going, and even like I prefer going up against the bigger uh, characters and stuff as well, like the more bot, you know, like um, mini boss type kind of uh, battles and stuff, where mm-hmm. where it's it takes a little bit more. Um, time to beat them you know like i'm i'm actually enjoying those fights more as well now and you know getting getting a chance to really have to to work work on trying to beat someone you know like it it just it just feels a lot better than uh than it did in the beginning as you get more powers so like honestly i think i think i'm glad this game came out but I'm hoping that they don't do the whole like, oh, you gotta try to unlock your powers again thing. If they do make a sequel to this, like I hope it will just kind of take off from where where you left off, mm-hmm. and and you know you just start out with all your abilities and be more, be more, uh, you know, just uh, linear. Yeah. Because, because like I, you know, I get the whole story, character building stuff that they're doing in this, but I kind of, I kind of wish this game would just have started with you, you have your powers and everything, and and just kind of be a a, a normal story driven game. So I'm I'm hoping that's if they do make another one, that that's kind of what they do is just kind of make it a story story-driven game versus a, a character-building game. You know? Well, I, I know a lot of a lot of us thought that it was going to go the Uncharted route, but it seems that it went a different way um, yeah. for it. I will say, because I told you this, that uh, I normally do a backlog, backlog bash blowout for optional opinion. Uh, mm-hmm. And what that is is that every two weeks, I take one of my backlog games and play it. That's all I play for those two mm-hmm. weeks. And what, if I beat in those two weeks, then I can play anything else. Mm-hmm. And I normally, because I have, I, I was doing 3DS, but I'm not doing it. Uh, I may spread it out to three weeks, but it all depends. Uh, I play one game for Xbox, one for Switch, and one for uh, play, uh, PlayStation. So I think for this year, I think I'm going to do Jedi Fallen Order. It's been, I've been, it's been so long that I played it. I had this game. For uh Black Friday, it just yeah. I installed it, 
play about 45 minutes and that was it <laughs> so yeah i i yeah i definitely it's definitely a um a game that i i think people should play um you know like and and i think it's i think it's just it might just be me you know like it might just be like i don't think that that most people will probably drop off of it but it's you know how things just some things can just at the at at the wrong time or or whatever like it just like if you're not fully you know invested in something at that moment that it it might that might you know de- determine the outcome of of how you feel about a game even though like had you played it at a different period in your life it may have you know hit you hit you completely differently yeah like i that's kind of how i feel what was the issue with this game is i think just at the time when i first start started the game i just i don't think i was ready to to quite jump into it yet but now like you know i just kind of for whatever reason is like you know i you know what i really want to finish this you know like actually finish this game and experience it and i think this time around i was just ready to uh play it Mm. and so so yeah like i'm really enjoying it a lot like i've like anytime i've sat down recently to play it i've put like at least three hours in at a time so so yeah like i'm i'm really enjoying it way more again like you know and now i'm like unlocking more powers and things like that and like I just got to the point of where I have the ability to pull stuff with the force mm-hmm. instead of only push. So, so like yeah, that's that's kind of been fun and like trying to solve the uh, the little um, puzzles of how how you need to to get something somewhere uh, to be able to to progress and like like without spoiling anything in an area I'm in right now or that i finished there's like these uh growth of these plants and stuff on things and the only way to get rid of them is to burn them away but you have to use these like little floating uh like flame things that are essentially like a little like lights that that are in areas Mm -hmm. and and so you have to take those and throw it with the force at at these plant at these growths overgrowths and stuff to clear paths but it's a very rainy like not rainy but it's a very wet drippy uh level yes and so there's like constantly uh water cascading down and stuff so like certain areas will be wet so obviously you can't go through an area with that flame so you've got to try to figure a way to get those those torches or flames to an area to clear it but without going through any water where you could put the flame out and so like that's kind of was some of the puzzle solving that they were that they were making you do is you're having to try to like throw them certain places so you could go back around another way and then pick it up and and you know it was it was a little it was a little uh con, you know complicated at times like trying to solve some of them but but it, it's overall it was a it was a fun time so so yeah 
So I, that's that's mostly what I've been playing. Um, I had some stuff on PlayStation, but I'll talk about that tomorrow <laughs> when we record Boss Rush. So, um, all right. So let's get into the topic, shall we? Yeah. All right. So as you know, E3 just basically just right around the corner. Um, so, so this episode, we are going to kind of have it our, our E3 episode, and we're just going to kind of go over some, uh, some thoughts, some predictions, uh, maybe guesses to, to, you know, like when or how, how shows will be done, things like that. So, um, why don't, why don't we start off with the um, the shows in general of just like like what we think of uh, you know like when 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 they're gonna have them you know like what what order uh, for the Xbox and and you know and like Bethesda stuff like what are, what are your thoughts do you think do you think uh, that maybe possibly we could see Bethesda open up for Microsoft. But it, it seems that they're both going to be together. Yeah. So um, I think uh, Sunday definitely would be the day that they show everything for Microsoft and mm-hmm. Bethesda and probably all their other developers. Um, I feel like it may be, this is going to sound weird, but I think it's going to be a two-hour show of digital presentations. Um, and hopefully, like, I know when they've been doing their digital presentations, like on Switch and stuff, They've been breaking things up and offering and stuff. Um, I kind of hope that they do less of the breakdowns and more of the trailers and stuff. And then they could come out and be like, hey, I'm the director of the initiative and this is how Fable or no Perfect Dark is looking. Da, 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 da. It didn't mm-hmm. go all like, like, don't spend it too long where you need like someone to come in and like talk about two or three more minutes and stuff. I just hopefully everything gets broken down because they're going to be showing some third party stuff. I know that, but you got also got a lot of indie stuff. You got a lot of their developers. Everyone's going to be looking forward to Halo. Everybody's going to be looking forward to um, Hellblade too. Like the games that have been announced that have been shown, we mm-hmm. want to see. I want to, I personally want to see State of Decay 3. You know, they had a, yeah. that trailer was awesome last july and i would mm-hmm. love to see what kind of game ideas they have for this game so yeah i think it's going to be i think it's going to be like two hours on a sunday um, yeah i yeah i what do you think do you think we could see bethesda actually start it off and then you know, like so because i i do think that they're still technically i think they're still going to be their own they're like they'll have their own Bethesda show, but I I think that the like the that they'll do the Bethesda stuff and then that will lead into to uh, Microsoft like doing doing the overall um you know like announcements of Microsoft stuff. Well, it says the two companies are confirmed to have a joint showcase during E3 2021. That's confirmed by head of Microsoft Studios oh, okay. Matt Booty. And a recent interview with a French publication, so they okay. could, so Bethesda could open it up, and then more Microsoft would come. And yeah, show. yeah, yeah. Because I, yeah, I, I, I guess that, yeah, because like they say that, but that's, yeah, it's pretty, pretty vague, in a lot of ways. Yeah, because I, 
Yeah, I, I guess that I guess yeah, like you could see it like where they just kind of like have alternations even of like you know like they'll talk about some Microsoft like you know as a whole stuff and then have some Bethesda stuff and then you know some more Microsoft as a whole stuff other stuff you know and then have more more Bethesda stuff but like I I don't know why but I almost I almost would rather they do like yeah like Bethesda like like it starts off as the Microsoft thing you know, and then Bethesda kind of just goes over all of their stuff, and then and then it kind of ends into leads into Microsoft, like all the other stuff, and just kind of bleeds through. Like you, you still have maybe some Bethesda stuff later on in it, mm-hmm. but um, just kind of like Bethesda starting starting it off. Like I I I think that they would probably be probably be a, a good idea to maybe start it off with starfield stuff since that's you know in in the news quite a bit recently you know starfield has kind of got people's attention so like maybe start it off with some starfield stuff and then and then you know like you get your Hellblades and and you know and and seeing some of that stuff i'm i agree with you like i um you know, and I, and I mean, Nintendo, when, like when it comes to like showcases and stuff like that, Nintendo for the most part is, is like the, you know, top tier when it comes to doing that stuff. Yeah. But I, but I do have to agree those times when they like talk about like smash for like, for, it feels like forever. And like, that's most of the show. Like those are usually when I start to tune out, and I definitely don't want them to do something like that for any yeah. of these games. I want them to obviously talk about these games, and I want to get a good feel of what the product is going to be that that we're looking forward to. But I don't, like you said, I don't want them to focus too much on on some of the stuff. And like, you know, and because that's the thing is uh, like we have a lot of games that have been announced and we've gotten uh, concept trailers for. Yeah. Like like uh, like like you were saying for State of Decay 3. But, you know, we need to uh, we need to see more of those kind of things versus, you know, like, obviously, I want to get stuff about Halo, too. but. And if they want to break stuff up, let us know that you got sell on your on some merch. Let's know you got some sell on some yeah. games. You know, show us what's coming in the future for Series X with a controller or something. Um, let us know of the SSD card that you guys put out is on sale. Like really promote during E3 if Microsoft mm-hmm. is going to do this. So that way, when they break it up, you could be like, oh yeah, I could go to Best Buy or or they're doing it tomorrow. I could order this and get it at this price and and be cool about it, you know? You know and, and, and definitely with um with the points thing that they do, uh, that me and you talk about, the, their mm-hmm. point system, that would be a good time to advertise that so people could know, hey, if you buy this game or you pre-order on Series X or on X or PC or whatever, you get a bonus thousand points right now. Mm-hmm. Just go through here, 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 and then go about go yeah. about it. Like their yeah. point system thing is great, but they just need to market that too. Yeah, and and seeing yeah, like you said, like the 
there is yeah that that probably could use some mark more marketing but yeah you essentially usually whenever they have a game of theirs come out like that's a first party game um if you buy it if you buy it through on on xbox digitally usually they they'll have a um a point thing set up for the, those games where you'll get like six thousand points uh for buying for you know buying the game digitally through through the store um yeah they don't really i think it's just a hard it's just hard to advertise it like I mean, I guess they could say something about it in like their their like commercial like advertisements for things, but I think I think they're afraid that something like that might confuse people, like you know your average everyday person who who maybe is buying something or looking to buy something for a friend or a family member or whatever. Like they might see that commercial, see the thing with the points, and it will just go over their head. I think, I think, unfortunately, it's just kind of a thing that either you're interested in it, or you find it, or you don't. And there's, I mean, because I feel like they they try to do their best to advertise it at least on like the the um, front page, you know, on your Xbox, like when you're on when you're on your xbox and they kind of have the little window things that are Mm -hmm. that are telling you about things that are you know events or or uh specials or sales or like you know all those kind of things they try to do that occasionally they'll try to put in there like they'll say hey like pre-order this game or whatever and then sometimes it will bring you to the points thing yes um but they don't do that a lot so yeah i think it's just more so the only way to really get get that out there about that kind of stuff is like what we're doing like word of mouth i think they probably figure is just the best way to um promote it anyways because you know like people like me that that like hunt trying to get points and and doing that stuff um like I can say that it's been very beneficial. Like I've gotten so many $10 gift cards and $5 gift cards and, you know, just by, by hunting those points. And, and like, I, I have it set up where it just automatically at the, the first of the month, uh, if I have the 800 or 8,000, whatever points in my account, it will just automatically turn that, that points into a $10 gift card. And it, if you set it up to automatically do that, it it then takes less points to get a ten dollar gift card. Yeah. Because uh, normally it's like over nine thousand points to get a ten dollar gift card. Gift card, but you can get it for under not uh nine thousand points if you do set it up to automatically do it at the first of the month. So, like you essentially are are getting a discount on on points to trade in to to get get more money for for your points so yeah so if you uh if you have game pass definitely go do that because that's the thing is that you know that's also a perk that comes with game pass because i don't i don't believe you can do that just the regular way without game pass because it's kind of linked to game pass so so yeah if you're paying for game pass 
like not only are you getting games day one you know on on game pass you can also get like just by playing those games you can also get real life you know real life money so real life money i should say but yeah so yeah i'm i and i was i had a thought there when you were talking about stuff like one of the other things that that i kind of was thinking about but not in the in the way that i am now because of what you said that kind of spurred this thought but so i've been thinking about like you know like what kind of cool uh um you know specialty consoles and stuff we were going to get like you know how we get like ones that are based on halo or based on gears you know i i i almost wonder if we're gonna see any any of that this year or if that's gonna be something that we that they do next year um just because with the you know with the shortages and all that kind of stuff I almost wonder if they're hesitant to make limited edition versions of of consoles yet, you know, like specialty ones with that are you know like Halo themed or whatever. But um, I was thinking, I wonder. I mean, obviously they'll probably do you know like limited versions of Series X, you know, that are based around Halo and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I think one way that they could really really sell consoles is for them to really focus on going bigger and better with the um with the uh the ser- the series s consoles and making some really cool um you know limited edition versions of those um because they're already at a lower um, price point you know which is already you know going to sell consoles but if you start like putting out like cool limited edition ones in that i could see that also pushing people to buy buy more consoles and so i i wonder if we will see anything do you think we'll we'll possibly see any you know, looks at uh, limited edition or a specialty editions of consoles. No, at, not at, at E3. Not at this time. Not f- for Xbox. Re- no, yeah. because of all the shortages and stuff that's going yeah. on, it wouldn't make sense to be doing special editions of stuff. Controllers, I could see, yes, but yeah. uh, console-wise, not really. Um, yeah, that's even a, that's even including Nintendo. Uh, which we'll talk another time. But like for Microsoft, they're trying to get a Series S and X out uh, as much as they can so people could buy them and stuff because mm-hmm. they're still having shortage problems now. So a limited edition version of the system wouldn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah, I definitely agree. I think it's I think they're just worried. Yeah, more focused on because like. Like right, the the demand's already there. They don't need to <laughs> yeah. make limited edition, specialty edition versions of consoles to to create a new demand because the demand's still there because we can't get any of these consoles out, you know, fast enough. So, so yeah, I I think that's that will probably be something within the next couple of years that we see. But I mean, maybe we get one, get one like 
early next year around like when halo comes out but you know like i i feel like that would be something they would announce later in the year like before halo comes out maybe that that there that there will be limited edition versions of like halo consoles but but again like you know like we were saying though it's it's really difficult for them to get anything out let alone try to sell you know limited edition consoles i unfortunately i think that's just going to be something they're going to have to wait wait until um until we're kind of in a better place again but yeah as as i was kind of thinking of that like i wondered i wonder if they'll do anything at e3 talking about that kind of stuff but i think you're right i think we might get some uh some controller some cr- controller stuff and they've got those cool little the little charging stand things that hold controllers will probably get some of those maybe that they'll show off maybe of halo or something like that so yes all right yeah and then um so that yeah so that like how we talked about how it opened uh is there is there anything uh that you think like as far as predictions like any any uh like parts okay. <laughs> of the show parts of the show that you think might you know be be planned or something that that maybe we wouldn't expect okay so uh i i'm going to do just this one but then i got two more uh so talking to the exp cast boys uh crew shout out to them uh i i said that you know um team japan or studio japan i think it's team japan or uh, the people who made the Lost Guardians, you know, a lot yeah. of them left Sony to make their own, uh, their own uh, studio, and yeah. I think Microsoft could end up acquiring them or working with them to bring a JR, a true JRPG game to their console because they need it. Uh, of course, everybody's gonna be like, "Well, what about Lost Odyssey and Blue Dragon?" Yo. Those was good games, and whether you like them or not, they were good. But that's a market that Microsoft is missing: is the JRPG. Or if they could get a venture game, you know, that they could produce a great game on on that platform, Microsoft needs to reach out to them. You know, uh, Sony is not doing anything with them, or they felt how sony was kind of like highlighting them stuff or give, i don't know what what their business deal was i think microsoft needs to scoop uh scoop in and like work with them because once again they need to get these systems out of japan also <laughs> they need to get yeah. some sales in japan also that 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 includes uh their business strategy so that's one of them um i think we'll probably get uh i think we'll get the fable trilogy like as a remaster um, I think that would surprise everybody. And so by the time we get uh, the actual Fable game, um, we'll have something to play with, play around with that. Uh, last but not least, I think we'll probably see, uh, of course, we'll see like Forza Motorsport. Um, but I think they're going to have some cars in there. I think there's going to be some cars that, uh, like maybe five cars that are straight reveals that these companies that they work with to get in the game haven't shown to the public yet. And I think they're going to be so so much dope cars. And I think this time, electric cars are going to play a, a big deal. Solar power cars will play a big deal. I think they, yeah. they're, going to, they're going to 
they're going to add a lot of kind of different things to this gang uh, for it and everything. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they yeah they definitely they definitely you know like the yeah there, there's definitely a lot of electric cars now that can uh, that you know that can compete with you know with high performance mm-hmm. uh, you know muscle cars and and things like that as well you know like Tesla Tesla alone I mean they've got the you know their their uh, cars that have the the ludicrous mode that can you know beat most cars you know in the, you know off the line like that that just accelerate insanely fast mm-hmm. you know like so yeah I mean that that would you know that's definitely something I haven't so, thought of but that that definitely is something I think they need to do at this point so I also this is my like wacky wacky prediction that i haven't told nobody this is the this is the debut of wacky predictions i think that they're for halo infinite i think they got something with samus into me and i think it's gonna be where um you you don't get her her weapons or her cosmetics but i think that you get her scanning visor for metroid prime as your scanning visor for halo You know, I think, I think what would happen is, is that, uh, probably what happened was Master Chief was in Smash. Uh, let's just say he's a character in Smash and they'll suit me up and team up and fight really and all of that. And, uh, before he left and got, you know, set up in space and everything, he had, uh, he had, um, Samus information to make that kind of visor. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So they kind of revealed that you know, yes, we did. We did cross over a little bit to SR thirty six or eighty six or whatever. Um, and I have contacted with and touched down with uh, Samus. Uh, I could I could see that happening. It's, it's wacky. It's weird, <laughs> but that would kind of be a cool thing to have. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, I mean, there, you know, like, there was a point in uh, the last few games where <clears throat> where he really wasn't around. Like, it wasn't focused on, on him as much. So, oh, uh, I also think one of their, deve- I feel like one of their developers are working on Record um, um, 2. I feel like Record yeah. 2 is going to be coming back or make a, I, make a showing. Yeah, or I could see it. I could see like them doing something similar to like what happened with Prey. Um, yeah. Where where they just maybe reboot it already? Like they like maybe had some have someone um, kind of you know stick pull all the the good thing because I'm gonna be honest. Like I know there was issues with that game in the beginning, and and I completely understand why people would not want to play it you know with those issues that they were having but having played it you know after after all that like years later you know when they when they released the um the newer edition of it or whatever that game was a lot of fun (laughs) (laughs) like i i've actually i re-downloaded it after returnal came out it made me want to go back to (laughs) 
that game. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually downloaded it again, and, and I want I plan on trying to go back to it and hopefully maybe even finishing it. Because um, I'm, I'm a good chunk into the game. I'm pretty far in, but um, it just kind of was one of those situations where other things came along, and I just kind of, you know, left it by the side to to come back to some other day but yeah returnal came out and and like you know i didn't really think about it at first but yeah there is a lot of similarities to what returnal is and what what recore uh is um there's there's some very similar um you know like uh mechanics and and uh and like boss type kind of things and all that so so yeah, it made me when Returnal came out, it made me want to go back to that game. But yeah, that would be cool. I I definitely would be all for a, a another recore. Like yeah. I know like the vast majority of people it would would probably just groan at the thought of it. But but that's the thing is I like I my my only worry is too many people don't give some of the, like give some of the stuff that they release out a chance like you know like just think like you know have a pre preconceived notion of things like i i just hope enough people have kind of gotten past that you know like been able to determine the difference between microsoft you know a few years ago and Microsoft now, like that they're just different and you need to, you know, give give the the stuff that they're releasing a chance and you know, because a lot of it is going to be new. I mean, like I'm sure they're gonna have a lot of new IPs that that uh you know that you're gonna have to just try them and, and see see whether it's something you like or not, you know. But but yeah, like a re record too. Like I would love that, but I just I don't know, I don't know how how the how the rest of people would would take that. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you if you uh, if you'd be happy or excited for a returnal too, I guess uh, let us know in our in our uh, Discord. You know, if it, which by the way, I just wanted to say that this too, like. Uh, if you if you listen and you definitely go go to our Discord and stuff, I did create um, uh, a place where people can uh, put their questions if they have any questions or things that they would like to talk you know us to talk about on the shows. Um, definitely go leave them there and because uh, I, I would like to bring bring back some more uh, um, you know stuff with the community being able to ask questions and and have some interactions with the show so so yeah definitely go to our to our uh discord and, and uh i it's just bought bought is it boss rush network on the yeah. discord i forget because it's uh, no boss new, rush games it's yeah boss, boss rush games. games and then yeah and then you go there and then all the shows and everything are underneath boss rush games um there, yeah, there's different like all the different shows kind of have their sections, uh, some games like Monster Hunter, things like that that you can go and uh, 
and uh, talk with, and, and Powell Block usually seems to be the place where a lot of uh, uh, stuff is going on. But but yeah, there's a, there's an Arsenal X section, and I, I just recently added a place where you can go and write questions for the show. Yeah and uh do that because we're still kind of i'm still kind of in a situation where i'm like well do i just create a different email for the show that i can get you know get email questions but because it's you know like we're just kind of all that stuff is Corey unfortunately has it you know put in something else that he's i think it's he said it was in more of a personal email thing that he gets some of that stuff in too but so yeah but all right, back to E3. <laughs> I just wanted to mention that, though, because while I thought of it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I wanted to get more questions and stuff and try to do more of that moving forward. So, um, yeah, as far as predictions and things for me, like, you know, I've talked about this already. I do think that, you know, like we've kind of gotten some messaging, some you know, some alternate messaging from Microsoft about VR. And I know, I know they've kind of said that they're not really ready to, to think about that kind of stuff right now. Um, and, you know, and they've definitely said that, that, it, that it is something that, that they, they, kind of would like to talk about or have you know do something with later down the line but i think if microsoft wants to to truly be able to compete with with ps5 like you know like punch for punch Mm -hmm. that they do need to also have their version of some kind of vr thing right and if they, I'm afraid that if they let Sony come out with their VR and then wait too long to do do their VR, yes, that too many people will will have invested too much money into buying games for PlayStation's VR that they no longer will be interested in spending another three hundred or whatever dollars to buy another headset for another console you know what i'm saying like yeah like like i'm just looking at like people who have both consoles and they're like okay well do i want to spend my money here or do i want to spend my money here that's not going to happen if you don't try to compete in some way yes and so but my theory is because of their their um partnership and they've been doing a lot of work with you know like facebook and stuff and oculus they've worked a lot with recently to get the oculus quest um being able to perform and you know work really well with with uh the windows 10 and so i think that what we could get is literally um them talking about VR, but like it would be as, as simple enough that if they could get Oculus Rift or Oculus, I mean, two Quest Two to work with the Xbox, that eliminates them having to worry about making their own uh, headset and stuff like that for the time being, 
right? Like, I mean, that they could, like, later down the line, we could get something maybe that they make for the, that that's theirs for the console. But I think the best way for them to do it would be to come out and announce their partnership with Oculus Quest or with Oculus or whatever, that they, that there'll be a couple of headsets that can work with the Xbox and, and that they're, they're, you know, partnering though with Oculus to, to make some games that would be exclusive VR games for the series X and Oculus. You like, you know, like this still, that would still stick with their whole, you know, like we release our stuff on PC and on Xbox. Right. So like they would have games that you could play only on the Xbox or, or, you know, on PC and, and, um, and then that would also give them the option to have those, you know, games that have the VR modes and the, and the things like that, um, on Xbox and you'd be able to play it through the Oculus, uh, quest. Um, and then my, my other thought about that too, is you could, possibly that would be another place for them to potentially put game pass on on the oculus quest where you don't have to hook the oculus quest up to your xbox to play games like some of those games you could but they'd have like a, a the game pass on the oculus quest and you'd be able to if you have if you have game pass there'd be games that you'd be able to download and play for free on the Oculus Quest and um, and be able to, like, have, like, possibly if they're games that you can play on Xbox as well, have, like, uh, have the the possibility of, you know, if you, you're on the, on the go somewhere and you want to play, you know, Untethered, you want to play it, then you can play it, play, you pick up where you left off on your Xbox on the, on the go on the Oculus Quest 2. <clears throat> so I, 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 so in general, what I'm saying is I, I think that we might get something about VR, but it will, it will be a slow thing. It will be them just kind of announcing a partnership with Oculus and, uh, the oculus will be able to be used with the xbox but i don't you know like i think it would be time a little bit of time down the road before we'll see like any kind of um like headset or anything for microsoft themselves um you know that would just give them an opportunity to get their foot in the door um and you know like the oculus quest 2 is one of the best selling headsets right now that exist so i mean you have so many people it's such a big install base already that um it would just be cool for people to be able to use it not have to have a big beefy pc uh-huh. to, to use to to be able to tether it to that you could actually just plug it right into your xbox so that's one prediction is that i think that they will announce something about vr um but it's not going to be something so much on their end and more so of a partnership. Um, the other thing, one of my other predictions is that 
that I think that we will get, you know, we're going to get another possible um, acquisition or partnership with, with, a with a, um, with a, a, a developer or a company. Um, I don't, I'm still contemplating. I don't think it's going to be an acquisition. I think it's going to be more of a partnership. And I, I know we've kind of talked about this already, but I do think that they will, they do have something planned with Sega. Yes. Um, I, you know, like I, I know a lot of people have been clamoring for this for a long time, but I could see them announcing a, a jet set radio, um, a new jet set radio game, uh, for, for the Xbox. I can see that. Yeah. Like exclusive to, and that like that, and that would be maybe one of, of many exclusives that, that are, that are from a partnership that they, they announce with Sega. So, cause I don't, I don't know. I mean, they could, I mean, they could, it could be an acquisition, but I think, I think I think it would benefit Microsoft and Sega to just have like a really good um you know partnership yeah like where they like where where kind of like uh like you know Switch and Nintendo has done this a lot of times where they have companies or studios that that they don't own mm-hmm. but that that partner up with them and they do a lot of of really big exclusive games for their you know for their their platform. Uh, platform so yeah. like i because i i would like you know the you got some of the other sega games that that are on other consoles and stuff like that i would but i would like to see uh like a really really strong partnership between microsoft and sega and you know, and and that's kind of something like again that I that a lot of people have been talking about. A lot of people have thought it was going to be an acquisition, but I think it would benefit both of them well enough to just have a good partnership right. and have that have that kind of that that help from Sega to kind of get a push in the in Japan and you know and then. Uh, help with you know maybe even help with some of the stuff there in Japan, and then you know and then Microsoft giving them money for for you know to to fund certain projects and things like that. I think that I think that would be a, a really cool thing, because I do think that we are going to get more of that kind of stuff you know during this this uh, E3. I do think that we're gonna see see a couple of um of partnerships that that we didn't really know about yet and that that some games are already like pretty far into d- development so other than that like that's that's mostly like what i what i've been you know just been thinking about as far as predictions i don't uh, you know there's been a couple of things that are a little lower tier things like I, I do think that we will get, you know, like gameplay of, of things like Hellblade and, mm-hmm. and I do, I do think that we will get more, um, information. Like I, I think, uh, 
ninja theory in general is going to have a big be a big part of of this E3. I think we yeah, because see... because their new game that they're working on, I think we'll see also see. Yeah, the Project Mara or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, which, like I said it last week, I believe, or I don't remember if it was on AX or on on uh yeah, I think it was on AX, but. Um, yeah, if you haven't yet, like definitely go check out the Ninja Theories uh, YouTube page, and go check out their uh, their uh, videos that they do where they kind of have been uh, showing like their progress on working on some of those games and stuff. They have a really cool uh, thing where they focus on on using. I think it's I, I'm guessing Unreal Engine. Uh, five tech, but they they're like show how that they how they're doing like a lot of the image capturing and and how they're like what they're using to make like these uh, visuals look like it's real, like like uh-huh. it's like photo realistic, and in the sense that you can like zoom in to these levels all the way down to the floor and see like dust and stuff settling on the floor and things like that. Like, it's just insanely like crazy how in depth, you know, that they get into to that tech. But yeah, there's, I think, yeah, that the, that Ninja theory will have a pretty big part in, in this E3 where the, yeah, they won't just be talking about Hellblade that there, there'll be more stuff that they, they kind of talk about so and yeah. possibly possibly an announcement of future a future um uh thing that they're working on as well or that they're going to work on you know yeah. like a teaser trailer i know i probably like after the show i'm thinking i'm gonna watch the june reveal and then their july reveal just like just see from last year all the stuff that they show mm-hmm. like some of the indie games that you know tunic that we talk about might get a release date. yeah um uh id at xbox you know how they do their stuff we might mm-hmm. get a new thing that dashboard i think that they was talking about in preview mode i think that might come out i think they might be giving more details about that like and definitely we'll see stuff coming to game pass pc and uh some of the stuff may come to steam also so it's going to be interesting to see what microsoft has planned because with them now they're they're in a sense we know some things but they're now kind of like dipping in nintendo space where we don't know what they can show they literally could surprise us and be like wow what like how like how do you have a conversation about everything their show and if they keep dropping stuff it's going to be like oh oh Microsoft snapped this year (laughs) you know so and I I definitely am excited can't wait to see more yeah yeah I I think I think overall yeah this is this show is going to be a very very interesting one I think you know like my my thought is is that that like the one thing that that e3 needs to be for for uh you know especially microsoft and Mm -hmm. and playstation is why people should be trying to buy their consoles right yes you know like why what what is the future going to be 
that I need to have one of these the second that I that I have the chance, you know, like, because I mean, obviously, they're, you know, they are selling out like sales isn't an issue. Like the second stuff is available, it's selling out. So but but, you know, they need to reinforce why to the rest of the public, why people you know, have been trying their hardest to buy these things when they come out. The, right? the, so. it, yes, it's the payoff of the investment, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, of course, people have been playing a lot of their old games and stuff, but it's just like the new one, the new stuff, people want to know what's coming to the system that, or what is it about the system that I need to buy with the games that you guys are playing? Because, like, once mm-hmm. they show the games that's coming, and they make, and of course, with the system becoming more available, those sales in those games are going to jump and people are going to be like, yeah, I need a series X because this particular game is going to look and play good on it. And I need to be prepared for it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm definitely, I think, I think we need like, I need this E3 this year. I think the way that it like them trying to do it somewhat normal. Cause that, that last year's one, I just did not really, care for the way that things kind of slowly rolled out yeah we need it to just kind of you know get hit with a big bunch of information and then just have a couple of months to just really sit down and and think about it you know yes like i I just you know like uh, yeah sure it was fine like having it where it was kind of fun where you didn't know like what was going to happen or when something would come out but a lot of the times it also felt like people just waiting around and and predicting something was going to happen or we'd get new information and then nothing happened or or whatever so i i just definitely am i'm just looking forward to having a little bit more of a of a planned e3 versus uh just we'll tell you stuff when we feel like we ha- we can or whatever and you know, again, part of that was probably because of the pandemic. Like it, they just couldn't really guarantee that they would have had information, enough stuff put together to do an E3 the regular way, right? So, so I think now this, you know, this time around, they've kind of prepared for it. They prepared for the worst and and kind of, you know, learned from last year and and you know hopefully we'll we'll see some really good shows this year so yes all right um is there anything else in particular that you that you uh would want to talk about as far as the xbox e3 i think that's it shoot i I think that we could kind of wrap up the show because we gotta go long yeah yeah uh I, i I think we should, once we get the time of the day, uh, we'll be able to talk about it. Um, we'll see what goes on with it. Um, and hopefully everybody will tune in and listen to our thoughts after the show. Like we'll, we'll probably be watching that at different times when it comes out, but I can't wait to see everybody's expression, you know, whether they liked it or not, what games are you excited about? Um, what games are you interested in and which games that you'd be like you know what that's a cool idea but it's not for me you know i i would love yeah. to see reactions to be very positive and respectful of course yeah 
of course people are going to be like that's not for me or that presentation wasn't good i just don't want people to say it sucked for no reason because it's yeah. not something that they didn't like or it's not yeah. for them i don't want to see that i want to more people to have fun and enjoy and mm-hmm. my last thing i gotta ask you jesse is are you planning for a microsoft snack attack like what what is your oh. easy free gay snack yeah. attack <laughs> um well I, you know what i haven't made i haven't made the my uh um chili the beanless chi- the beanless chili with the cream oh. cheese dip in a while hold on before we go the Frank's was it Frank's hot dogs that you got with the nacho cheese? Oh yeah. How were they? Oh my god, dude, they're so good. So I like, need to go. I need to go find them and get. Yeah, them. yeah, they're good. They they almost they almost it's it's weird. They they almost kind of remind me of like a like a chili dog in a way, but Ooh. but just because because there's the they have the like the so like when you think nacho cheese yes um, a lot of times you just think that just the just the plain liquid cheese by itself but they actually it's actually more of the the like the the um nacho cheese but with with the like peppers and and things in it like like more it's it's more than just the the liquidy runny cheese it's more it's more of like a like a whole nacho kind of flavor thing going on, so that's why it almost has like a like a chili almost, not quite, but like a chili kind of esque kind of taste to it. So yeah, but they're they're really good. And then yeah, the Hawaiian roll uh, hot dog buns uh, paired with it are really good. Okay, because I think after the show, I think I'm gonna hit up Woodmiss. Of course, I'm hitting up Woodmiss. You know that that is not yeah. like my grocery spot. <laughs> and I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like Jesse. I'm hitting up Woodmiss, and the, just the, everybody. That's why me and Jesse like podcast over the phone and be like, dang it, mm-hmm. why, why do we record this conversation? Because it'd be so good. But yeah, as far as like, like, like I said though, like. I, I love just and it's simple and easy you just get get whatever kind of chips that you prefer to 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 dip in sauces mm-hmm. or whatever i i prefer um i like the scoops uh um the frito scoops like those those are good um and then yeah like all you do is you just get a can of like whatever your your favorite uh beanless canned chili is yeah. And then you just pour that into a into a, a container, a glass container or something that's uh, microwave safe. And then you just open a whole um, thing of cream cheese and you just put that you cut it up into cubes and then put it in the in the microwave for a couple of minutes. And, and then you just constantly basically stir it until it uh, all the cream cheese is completely melted and mixed with the chili. And then you just, uh, yeah, you use that as a dip for your for your chips. It's it's super easy and it's so good. It's seriously like one of my favorite. But yeah, I, I might do that. I haven't done, had that in a long time now. I don't even remember the last time I made that. It has to be at least a year ago. So 
but yeah, that I might I might have to do do something like that for E3. Yeah, <laughs> for de- yeah, independent. Like I know when I get home, it may be a late night snack, but I think I'm probably gonna do um, some pretzels and the spinach tostita dip. Uh, oh, okay. Soto's. So I might do that and probably some Reese's Pieces, like a little bag of candy Reese's Pieces yeah. Um, yeah. to sweeten it up. Uh, may, of course, probably drink have some water, but I think I'll probably do the uh, Melon Mountain Dew um, or the, some those new ones. Yes. Yeah, the new. Oh, the or the the or are you talking the um, how oh, what's it what what's it called major what is it major melon or uh, yeah like major that. melon yes. Oh, okay. Like, because have you had their energy drinks, then those Mountain Dew energy drinks? Okay, which one is it? Is, is, is it the Rise one, or is there a... Yeah, yeah, Rise. There's, is, like, is that the... there's like four or five different flavors. And it's like in a silver. Uh... Yeah, yep. Okay, no, I was wondering what they were. I'm like, are they like, I didn't know what they were. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's like an it's a Mountain Dew energy drink type kind of thing, but it's more of like a standalone thing. Um, like it's by Mountain Dew, but it's not like it's not labeled as like a because I, I think it's trying to be more of an actual energy drink versus because they have uh, right because that first kick was is Mountain Dew. Yeah, but they have yeah. another one. The Rise yeah. is a different one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was. I've been wondering about that and just haven't tried it. So yeah, I think I'll pick one up and give it a try. Yeah, they're they're pretty good. Uh, the um, I've had I think two or three of the flavors. Um, I can't remember what what the exact. I want to say the one was a mango one that was really good. Ooh. And then there. Oh, and then I had the. Uh, it was like a blue raspberry one or something like that. That was really good too. Um, yeah, yeah, and the, but they're good. If yeah, if you if you come across them, definitely get give those a try. Um, they were definitely a good, you know, a good alternative to the all the other um, energy drinks that they have out there. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll end it with that, and uh, we'll throw up the X. Yes. Because we're about to. All right. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs>